Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, before we go any further, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star. It is Boomer Jacks. I told you earlier in the show, 7 p.m. Tuesday night. That is May 23rd. The Love of the Star crew, myself, Brian Broaddus, our producer, Peyton Russell, we are all going to be hanging out at Boomer Jacks at 10250 Technology Boulevard in Dallas. So come hang out with us. We'll have great drinks, great food. And you know what? Because it's Tuesday, that means it's half price bone-in wings. And Wednesdays are half price boneless wings. So we got wing deals for you this week. And if you don't want to go on Tuesday or Wednesday, you don't want to come hang out with us on Tuesday, you want to just go to Boomer Jacks another night of the week, they have great specials for you all week long. Drink specials starting at $3, $15 buckets of beers. It is a wonderful atmosphere. And you're going to want to check it out for whatever you're looking for, whether it's a happy hour with your coworkers, somewhere to watch the game with your buddies, dinner with the family. Boomer Jacks is the perfect fit for all of that. Wall-to-wall TVs, live music, great patio setup. Boomer Jacks really is the perfect spot. There are 17 DFW locations. Find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian. So I was I, I was looking around this week. At, well, let me ask you something real quick, if you yeah, would, if yeah. I could. Sure. What, what are, just what are you looking for in the in the thing? You know, what are you looking for in the? In the I, I think the biggest thing is is where they're putting some of these rookies, like you mentioned earlier, where some yeah. like might be lining up. Uh, where they've got guys taking snaps on the offensive line. Honestly, the biggest thing I'll be looking for is what different combinations are all the different guys on the offensive line working? That's like, what, I, yeah, what, yeah. What yeah. positions am I seeing? You know, uh, are, are we going to see somebody like Awesome Richard snapping the ball? Or are we going to see him, you know, uh, working on a kick slide? Or is he going to be inside? Like, I'm going to be looking at what all the different type of work the offensive line are doing, individual drills, things like that. Um, so that's a big thing for me. And then obviously, I'll be interested more just how much I see Mike McCarthy on top of Dak Prescott. Yeah. As Mike McCarthy's always been kind of like a general observer, kind of overseeing everything. He tends to stay closer to the quarterbacks, but I'm going to see if there's a little more direct interaction with them uh, out here at OTAs now that he's going to be the offensive coordinator, essentially. He's going to be calling the plays. Um, so I'll, I'll be interested to see how they're interacting and and just in general, how some of these new coaches, where's Brian Schottenheimer focused, uh, you know, is Scott Tolzien right on top of the action or is he, you know, back a little bit. Um, so, so the coach interaction and, and what some of these offensive linemen are doing, I, I think is, is the biggest thing for me. No, uh, I think you're, yeah, I think you're dead on. I absolutely think you're dead on. So I was looking around this week, Brian, uh, trying to uh, find some different things that, you know, some takeaways from people to see where uh, the thought is that Dallas is off season, where Dallas stacks up against some of the other teams now that 
we are past the draft and, and, you know, the off season is pretty much settled outside of whatever June one type of signings you get. And I came across Bleacher Report's ranking for, uh, they, they were given letter grades out to the 32 teams, off season report cards. And the Cowboys came up here and I was stunned at the grade that they got. So before I dive, I dive into what their grade is, I, uh, would you agree, Brian, that regardless of how we evaluate the players that the Cowboys drafted, would you agree that whatever differences may exist in terms of the quality, we agree that they they went and got players that at positions that they needed players. They went and got guys that that filled holes for them. Yeah, yeah. I you know to me, I I feel like that it was a very productive off season for them. I think they protected themselves in a couple different areas going out and get a veteran cornerback like they did uh, with Gilmore, uh, adding uh, Cooks to the wide receiver room when that was a guy that they were they were clearly hunting at the trade deadline last year, and they were able to, you know, pull it off the way they were, uh, you know, this time around. So I, uh, I think that part of it, the draft itself, uh, we'll see if, uh, you know, did they did they do the right thing of taking the one technique, uh, you know, defensive tackle? Is that something that they, you know, is that something that, you know, now that uh, they got Hankins done, Mozzie Smith, I mean, where's the combination going to be there? How's that, how is that going to play? Uh, you know, there were some guys at 26 that they could have, you know, could have uh, could have drafted. And, but, you know, they, they thought enough of Mozzie Smith to get that done. So, you know, if he comes in here and and does everything he's kind of built to be able to do, well, then, yeah, this offseason got got much better for them. And, you know, I, I we'll see what happens with Overshown and him. Schoonmaker, we, we feel like Schoonmaker will be an effective blocker at the point of attack. He, I think he's a little bit underrated as a, a pass catcher. Yeah. So, you know, those are the kinds of things. We, we saw what their draft – can be you know what we learned last year that you know the Sam Williams and and Blands and guys like that could play we not too sure if Tolbert can play that's what this uh that's what this this offseason will mean something when you get into the season and it's like oh you got contributions from the guys you traded for oh you got contributions from three guys you drafted oh and this guy they kind of thought uh was going to be a, a you know a helping piece end up being inactive every week. You know, that's that's what we'll learn once the season gets going. And I think that's where you grade the offseason for the Cowboys. So if you were to grade just the draft, just the draft class, not the free agent stuff, draft class, yeah. letter grade, what, what letter grade would you give that? I would give it a B. I would think that's it's where, yeah, that's where I was at. A B. Yeah, I, th- I think it was very I think there were some solid pieces there. Uh, you know, where they where they got Mozzie Smith, you know, I, to me, there was going to be there was going to be a you know, and, and we talked about this bunch on the draft show, Bobby. We even talked about it here in this podcast, Love of the Star, is that there were going to be a situation where they probably had to go around early on some of these players. They had to go, you know, yeah. they they might have went, you know, they went, they they in my opinion, they probably went 10 picks, you know, early on Mozzie Smith. That's fine. Yeah, no problem there. That's but you know, going a whole round early on Schoonmaker, going a whole round early on Overshone, 
you know, those are uh, those are things that, you know, they felt like they probably couldn't get back around to those guys and they had to make those picks. And, you know, when you're picking at the bottom of the board, that's something you absolutely have to deal with, you know, every time you're picking players. And so a B there, I think a B is solid. Obviously can go higher or lower depending on what kind of performance we see. But in terms of covering needs and, and guys that you got, I think a B is very fair. Uh, so when you look at the Cowboys offseason, I think there are four moves that basically determine how you feel about the Cowboys offseason. So I'm just going to ask you on each one just really quickly kind of where okay. you would this. The Brandon Cooks trade, what, what letter grade would you give that trade? I think that's an, I think that's an A. I, I think yes. that's an A because they have questions about Gallup and they have questions about uh, Tolbert. And we learned last year in the playoff game when they lost Pollard, then the, the number of weapons that you had affected the way that they played. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What grade would you give the Stefan Gilmore? And I agree, Brandon Cooks is an A trade, especially considering what you were going to give up in at the trade deadline. You waited a little longer, gave up less. But what uh, grade would you give the Stefan Gilmore trade? I think that's more of a B right now for me. And I'll say it in this way because I feel like that Bland could probably be your starter. But what you've done is what you've done is with Diggs, and it could have been Diggs and Bland and Lewis could have, you know, you could have been, I think you could have been just fine. Gilmore to me, like I said, that's a B with the chance to go to go up to B plus, maybe even an A. You know, he's going to start and we'll see how he plays opposite. There's people that think that he has something left in the tank. And but it gives you the opportunity to develop Bland a little more, maybe even at nickel. So if Diggs, Gilmore, and Bland are your starters, then that thing has a chance to to be an A. But that was a position where I kind of felt like that they they had some guys there. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it complete. I, I'm all for Bland potentially starting. That That's kind of where I'm at. So the Gilmore trade, I understand why they did it. But, man, you know, Bland's a lot like, to me, like Tyler Smith. I want to see him keep playing. You know? Yeah. I, I want to see him keep playing. So, uh, but where the wide receiver, you absolutely needed something there. At corner, I felt like it's a good way of protecting themselves and we'll see. It's got a possibility to be an A, but man, I, I'll tell you what. It's it's uh, it, it, if it affects the way that Bland or the opportunities that Bland gets, you know, I hope he can. I hope he can shine in those those chances he does get. Which I think uh, I think that the acquisition of Gilmore. I, I think it's a three corner league. It's basically a nickel league at this point, sure. and so I think. It, you do need three good corners as starters. And so I think they just upgraded what they had in terms of, I think it's Diggs, Gilmore, Bland. I think that's their corner group. Yeah. Um, so that's why when I look at it, I, I, I still grade the Gilmore trade as an A. I think Gilmore and yeah. Cook both are, are A's for me. Uh, the decision to walk away from Ezekiel Elliott, what what grade would you give that process? Well, that's, you know, they they that was probably one that they, you know, to me, I, I give them the, – <laughs> If you could give them an A for walking away, you're going to give them an A for walking away. And and that's I know that sounded funny the way I just said it, yeah. but 
yeah, kind of confusing. No, but, I, get, I get what you mean, though. Yeah, but to me, that's, you know, th this this organization has had a history here recently for moving on from guys. You know, and let's be honest, you know, the next the next couple of guys that you can move away from will be Tyron Smith and maybe even a Michael Gallup if Michael Gallup doesn't, you know, doesn't show you what he needs to show you. So I give them an A for realizing they, you know, needed to do something different. I don't know if I want to give them an, uh, you know, but is it a C for replacing the potential, you know, of, of Zeke? Is it, a, you know, did they not? I, 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 think, I, I think Ronald Jones I, is a better player. Right. Oh, now. no, I do. And I, I was just thinking replacing as far as maybe somebody to be a starter in 2024. You know, oh yeah, they, sure. Like, like, could they have gone? You know, Roshan Johnson. Could they have gone somebody? You know, differently. I mean, th th there's a lot of questions at the running back spot. You know, we could very well be in a situation where, uh, where Tony Pollard is much like what we saw with Dalton Schultz. One year can't get it done, and you move on from there. You know, kind of a thing. And okay, well, who is is Deuce Vaughn going to be the guy? I think Deuce Vaughn is capable, but uh, you know, I, I think this is a, a league where you need a couple of those guys. And how did you feel about the decision to uh, let Dalton Schultz walk? Yeah, that that I, I had no problem with that one either. I, I I would give him an A on that one too. I mean, to me, that's now we'll see with we'll see. It's not so much about Schoonmaker, but it's about you know it's about you know Hendershot and you know and Ferguson. You know those guys have got to show that they're better than 19, 20, 25 catches. You know, they're going to have to become, you know, 50, 60, 65, 70 catch guys, you know, and, but if both of them together, you know, one gets, you know, one gets 60, the other gets 48, you know, if you're talking about a hundred and 108 catches between two guys and whatever else Schoonmaker gets, then moving on from Dalton Schultz was a good move on their part. So then it sounds like, I mean, you say a B for the draft class. It sounds, you know, that was all B's and A's for, for those four main offseason moves, which I think encapsulate. They, you know, but let me tell you this, Bobby, the spot that they might get an F on is the Left kicker. Guard. Kicker. Oh, yeah. The kicker. You know, we haven't seen, we haven't seen what their plan is for kicker. We haven't, you know, we haven't no, no established uh, veteran kicker has been added or no college free agent guy that we don't know has not been added uh, to this to this group. So they could they could get an F for that. Uh, you know, if if fact that they don't, you know, if it's somebody that comes in here and, you know, is just you know that doesn't get the job done. I'd like to believe they're going to find somebody that can get the job done. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you. What you were saying? If they don't find a left guard, this thing could be no, no. I was just saying a left guard. Like I figured when you said the F, that maybe an F is if the left guard blows up in their face. But yeah, it's it's, it's funny. I think those four moves were the crux of the off season of what they tried to do. And yeah. so I thought all those generally were pretty strong moves. I I like Dalton Schultz. I understand why they didn't want to make the payment. I, I get it. Um, and so I I don't have a problem with it totally. But, I mean, I I would have kept him here. But all that to say, does it surprise you that on Bleacher Report's offseason report card, Brian, for the draft, they're giving the Cowboys a C plus, okay. And for their offseason moves, they're giving them a B minus for a cumulative grade at this offseason of a C plus. 
Well, you know that it's. I, I can understand. I are, are we are we being? Do we need to evaluate ourselves? Are we too close to this or something? Because I feel like we're usually pretty level headed, and we'll say if we disagree. So when I see, I, a- I, I love the move. I love the move of Cooks. I love the move of yeah. Cooks. I understand the move of Gilmore. It protected them uh, on that. I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, but you know, I, I find it, I find it hard to say. Uh, C plus is really, you know, they, hell, they've done, they've done far worse in off seasons and got C's and C pluses, you know. Yeah. But I think, I to me, I, I think it's, a, I think it's a solid B. They, they, they took compensatory picks. And instead of making those picks, they went out and got veteran players. They got real veteran players. They didn't yeah. just get any slappy veteran players. They got guys that could actually play, you know. And 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 I I think it's important that I think that I think the the uh, Cooks one is huge. There's there are questions at wide receiver. There are some questions there. There's some questions about Gallup, and there's some questions about uh, Tolbert, you know. And you're protecting yourself for sure on that one. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.